a digital series pioneer is in the building, and he just landed in Los Angeles, and we're going to get real today. Anthony Anderson of Anacostia is next. <laughs> you know, I do music, too. Fears, failures. Welcome, you guys. What you're hearing is one of my songs called Questions and Answers. You can go to my SoundCloud page and hear that, of course. Because it's all about questions and answers and dreams and hopes and feelings. Hi, I'm James Lajee. Welcome to Breaking Into here on Black Hollywood Live. I'm so glad to be here on another wonderful day with you guys here from Los Angeles, California. You know, longevity, growth, quality entertainment, black folks in lead roles, and doing it for yourself. This person completely embodies all of that with his show Anacostia, 10 years, the OGs, the digital series world, started out as a web series, not digital series, and I'm happy to have its creator, producer, director, writer, and he also stars on it too when he, you know, because he gets to do enough hats in his life, Mr. Anthony Anderson. Hey, 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 let me find out you was a singer. He's a singer. <laughs> yes, I do music. Let me music. find out you are a singer. I'm working on my third album right now. So all yes. right now? Yeah. I, have to get, I, have to, I have to get all three. Yes, you have to get them. So, yes. Come on, questions and answers. I'm going to do that today, Anthony. Hey. Right, gonna question. I have questions for you. Give me some answers. All right now. But before we do all that, go ahead and follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube under Black Hollywood Live Breaking Into. I have three and a half years with the episodes on there that you're going to really enjoy. Wow. Some great guests. Um, and it's just, I love doing the show. Go there. While you're there, there's usually a button somewhere near it, like a subscribe button or follow or like. Whatever it says, do it. So you, you can know what's going on uh, when new shows come out. And also to watch the older ones. Go back and look at See some people. I've interviewed people like Patrice Lovely from the Medea movies to Shabadu Quinones from the Breaking Movies in the 80s. I've interviewed Tony Basil, who did Mickey. I mean, I've interviewed all kinds of people. Okay, exactly. You're so fun. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody. Yes, she was great. She's a great guest. She had a lot of dish. I dated myself. Well, you know, I, I date myself all the time on the show. <laughs> and speaking of that, so I was going to tell you guys, May 13th, I'm doing my 50th birthday celebration. Wow. So I'm going to have a panel of people here from past guests. I'm going to have them on. We're going to talk about age in Hollywood. Oh. Mm, that's going to be an interesting <laughs> show. It's like, are you going to have liquor here too? Possibly. Okay. And men favorite. and women. And we're going to celebrate me. Okay. Hey. Okay. Oprah. Yes. Like. So of course. Old magazine. <laughs> I'm bro. I'm Bropra. Come come And so, but the, but you want to know more about that? Go to the Facebook page and like that page. It's called Breaking Into. It's really simple. It's there, and uh, follow that page. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm. Finally, glad to be I here. Know. I've seen so many guests on your show. It's like, when am I going to be on the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, when am I going to be on Black Hollywood Live? Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm black and I'm on the East Coast, but, but I'm always live. Yeah, yeah, so, that's when am is. I going to be on Black Hollywood Live? But I have to say, I've been following your progress. You look thank amazing. You. Oh, thank you. You <laughs> thank look you. amazing. Thank you. It's Truly. not. It's not. Thank you very much. I appreciate. It. It's not been easy. As you know, when you get a little older, it takes a little harder to get rid of some pounds and stuff. But I have mm-hmm. come through a lot in the last year. So thank that's you. wonderful. Thank you. It's been, and I, it makes me appreciate doing the show even more and, and talking to people. And because I just I had things taken away from me, and now I'm back. There you go. I'm there back. you go. 
you can be doing um you can be doing thirst traps <laughs> by summer. <laughs> My two piece bikini. <laughs> I'm getting ready for that. I'm getting there. I mean, but I've lost just for anybody out there, just, this is not easy to do. I've lost sixty five pounds in wow. fourteen months. Wow. So I'm still losing more. I'm trying to I'm just gonna lose like another twenty or so, but I'm like no two piece bikinis for me for real. But it's not easy and it's about uh, I'm doing a shout this to the rooftops. Manage your health, manage your health, you manage go. your health. If you don't have good health, you, nothing else even matters. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. And sadly, we, especially African American men and men in general, don't go to the doctor. We start coughing. We go get some <laughs> cough medicine from across the counter, yes. and the next thing you know, a couple of years later, is something serious that could have been yeah. prevented if you just went and had it diagnosed early. We do, and, that, and that's, I'm glad you probably we as especially as black people, we need to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I know it's not you don't want to do it. I know I this is my old black folks. I'm like going to the doctor. <laughs> I got some witch hazel over here or something. I'll just rub it on my elbow. Got and some I'm like turpentine hey, and herbs. Right, exactly, right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'll just eat I'll just eat some fried food for a week and I'll be fine. No, it's not how that works. Go to the doctor, get checked out. It's very important. Eat some fried okra. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds good right now. Actually, let me start it. Hello, everybody who's watching in the chat room. Say hi to Joseph Goncalves. Hey, Joseph. He says, yes. Um, Joseph does a great show called Unconditional Love. Hello. He does a great show called Unconditional Love. He's um, one of these uh, rare uh, pioneers of color that is doing actual scripted series that's not stereotypical. Joseph, contact me. Hello. Hello, Joseph. Contact, contact me. I want, to talk, I want to talk to you. You two could be on Black Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Know, just contact me. Let me know what's going on. Um, okay, so first of all, congratulations on 10 years. Uh, thank you. 10 years. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I mentioned in the beginning, that's longevity. I mean, that's yeah. like to, to create something and keep it going. I mean, yeah. on your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, say that again. On, on your, your own. own. No studio backing. Nope. No studio backing. No like big that. stars. Nope. Nope. Tweeting out the nope. links. Anything yes. else. On our own. Mm-hmm. Word of mouth. A great fan base. Great story. Just a, a great overall product. And that's what. That's why I got involved in this business in the first place. Because I wanted to create a a show that had people that looked like me that I didn't see on mainstream television. And it just so happened that it found its niche and found its audience, and we've been going since 2009. Tell people kind of like a like a a brief overview of because the series, every season is of course something different, mm-hmm. the stories different. But what's the overview of Anacostia? Well, well, the story, the basic synopsis of it is four four friends who live in a community in Washington D.C. It's a real life community. By it the, is. It's called it's called Anacostia. It is yeah. a real life community. If you Google it. Um, be careful, but um, we're going to show you some pictures over the years, yeah, but it's changing. Um, and it deals with Sean, Mia, Selena, and Nicole, and basically what goes on in their life in the neighborhood and the community in Anacostia as a whole. It's basically your it's a throwback to the soap, uh, the nighttime dramas of old, like Dynasty oh, and yes. Nice Landing, and just with yes. black people, yes, yes, just with right. like African Americans, <laughs> right. so yeah. Since network TV won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, nice. Now, I, I do want to make, we're showing some pictures over the years. We showed some pictures over the years. Oh, yeah. There was wow. one show that was Pioneer, and I, I not to mention this because one of the guests in the show was here, uh, James Reynolds, um, Generations. Back in yes. 1991, they started Generations, which was an interracial. Mm-hmm. It was like one black family, one white family. Now we've got halves and halves, not so that now, right. but back then it was ahead of its time. But you're right, there weren't many black folks in lead roles right. on soaps. No. 
And so digital series are the places that have to are they're doing. You know, we've seen. I'm looking at these posts. I'm looking. There's like there's all these beautiful brown faces. Yeah, those are my babies. I mean, it's just, are, it's just beautiful. Those are my babies. I mean, over. It's hard to believe. Like we can't even put it into words. Like when we start thinking about ten years, so so we pretty much equated to marriages and kids. Oh, yes, yes. Like when we first started, people were single and didn't have kids. But now, ten years later, you're married. You're, you're on your second yes, kid. Yes. Your, your second kids marriage. The, no. Second <laughs> marriage. Second marriage for some. Yes. Um, um, kids about to go to high school yeah. and everything else. So so it's like we grew up together and, and we have become. A family and and I think it I think the bond that we share off screen people can see the chemistry on screen yeah. and I think yeah. that's what's great. Now I want to show I want to have you can you show the one picture of me at the Emmys with two ladies. I had the honor hey. and the pleasure, <laughs> the honor. I can't even tell you. Wow, the honor to talk to Elizabeth Hubbard and Martha Byrne. I've been fans of them since. Azrael turns when she was Lillian Rose, yes. and of course Lucinda. Yes, um, to New York. I mean, I mean, we had a great conversation. I was much heavier than telling myself. I was much bigger than. Um, they were lovely. They were walking. They were walking down the red carpet. I said, "Oh, I said Lily and Lucinda," and I started laughing. I said, "I'm just kidding." I said, "Elizabeth wow. and Martha, come over." And they came over and they gave me. They were so gracious. They talked to me. They are amazing, Martha Burns. I met Martha, oh, God, I met Martha like seven years ago, and she was hosting an award show in New York, and she was the host. And she just, in passing, said, I would, I've, I've seen your show. I like what you've done. Wow. And to me, I grew up, like, <laughs> idolizing her. Right. And for her to say that to me, she said, if you ever think about creating a role for me, I would love to come to D.C. and do it. And I never thought in a million years that she was serious. Right. And we were on a project in L.A., a year, no, later that year, and we were standing at craft services table, and she walked over to me, and she said, hey, I'm serious. Um, I I want to do your show. Wow. And she said, give me your number. I'm going to call you when we get back on the East Coast. And she called me um, when when she got back at 5 o'clock. She said, what do you have for me? I told her the role. She said, I love it. When do you want me to come and shoot it? <laughs> that was like, oh, my God. Martha Burns is going to come and do the show. And I told everybody, I told everyone on the show, and they were all like, stop lying. You're right, I was right. Like, no, she's coming to do the two show. Time Emmy, at that point, two-time Emmy yeah, winner. She's coming to do the show. And, and let me tell you something. When you have expectations of sometimes, sometimes you can have expectations of someone that you idolize and you meet them, and the expectation just, oh, just uh, yes. so right. oh my god, right. um, and then you meet someone who you had expectations and they supersede your expectations mm-hmm. of them. Martha has been, I can't even really put into words what she's been to me to the show. Um, she's been an inspiration because I think. People look at this show in, in in two ways. They look at it before Martha came on, and then they look at it yes, after Martha yeah. came on. Because after Martha came on, everyone was like, "Hey, look, we need to step our game up, like mm-hmm. around her, because no one wanted to embarrass her, right? And no one wanted to embarrass her with her colleagues and everything else. And so everyone took it so seriously. And the very first day she shot, everyone came to set that day wow. just to sit and watch and observe. And she answered questions about. Uh, char- about character development and motivation, and it and people took it to heart. And then when she suggested Elizabeth Hubbard, Hubbard Clow, I said, "Are you kidding?" I mean, will she do it? She said, "Yeah, I already talked to her. <laughs> I already talked to her. She said she'll do it." Daytime legend. And uh, I mean, we shot those scenes at her house. Oh, okay, I know that. Okay, we shot those scenes on location in in Connecticut wow. at her house. Beautiful spirit, beautiful woman. Yeah, she's nice. 
consummate professional, when I pulled up, she was outside blocking herself. She was walking. Oh, wow. She was walking through her first scene. She was <laughs> like even before the crew wow. got there, she was out there marking it out. So when Martha won her uh, third Emmy for this show, I I almost passed out. Oh, well, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, it's it's her. Yeah. I mean, like we're talking again. Legend. She's on the Doctor. She's. I mean, she's. She's a legend. I mean, she's just. And he had. I mean, then Jennifer Bassey, my buddy. Yes. Who's who's just a who's a hoot and a holler. First of oh. all, a hoot and a holler. I'm being. You know, I'm being nice because I mean, she's she's a great broad and yeah. in a great sense of the word. Jennifer came in. The day of the set, like she has had been there for five <laughs> yeah, years, yeah, yeah, like yeah, talking yeah, to everybody, yeah, like, yeah, "Hey, yeah. how's it going? Oh, what are we doing today?" I'm so, so excited. Nice. She's so nice, and, and she just and she just knocked it out. But I think that something that Martha said that makes her continuously want to come back is that we run the show and we run the set, even though it's a digital series and it's 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 not uh, brimming over with dollars oh, and right. a big budget. But we run the set so well, and we have such a respect for our guest stars that we make sure that we accommodate them. And when they come in, that you want to come back. Yeah. Like you, it's not a feeling of you getting there like, what in the world have I gotten myself right, into? Right, no, right, you right. want to come back. And I'm so grateful that people who do the show always want to come back and do more. Well, that's the whole point. Anything you do... You should have the highest level of professionalism, first of all. Absolutely. And you should believe in your product, number mm-hmm. two, number two. But number three, you should make people want to people want to go where they want to go. They want right. they, they want they have they, they're busy. They got things going on. They don't want to waste their time. Absolutely. You want to get them in and out, and that's and that's our thing with our guest stars. We want to get them in. We want to get them out. So it's definitely been. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Any anytime someone of those of that caliber wants to come and do this show and work on the show that I created. I'd sort of like sit back and think everything that I've done in the show has been designed by a higher power. Everything that I've done divine invention has 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 been through God's divine. I'm just a vessel for what he wants me to do and I just sit back and say God have your will with me whatever you want me to do I'm going to do it. And I think that's how we've been able to sustain the show for so long for 10 years. Like 10 years ago the majority of the people that we came out with are no longer here. Right. And like, we're still here, still making great product. We're still getting a, a great fan base. We just got nominated for our sixth uh, Emmy last mm-hmm. week. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's a blessing. And I have to thank the fans that have been so loyal to the show. Well, I remember I found you, and I, so that's why I came to you too because I, I saw yeah. the show and I found you. That's like a, a couple, like a couple of years ago at this point, and I found you, and I started <laughs> finally getting together. Finally. <sighs> but now you're my orbit, so you're not hey. going. You're not going anywhere, anywhere. And maybe I'll get a little walk-on role hey, one day. Come on, come on. I'll come back. I'll come back to. I'll come to Anacostia. We are famous for the walk-ons. <laughs> we famous for the walk-ons. They walk on. They walk on. Exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, now I have, I have to ask. Just on a side note, you share your name with a particular mm-hmm. African American actor yeah. out there who's been around for a while. What is, what is that? I mean, do you have any get, get, like weird mail or confusing email? Like, is there anything? Fortunately, not. Okay. It's, fortunately, not. It's it's just usually when I'm like making reservations for someplace or something like that, and someone says, "Hey, ha ha ha, uh, do you have the same name as yeah. Anthony Anderson?" I'm like, "Yes, I know. I've heard it. I've heard it. I've heard it. I've I've not had a problem with it so far with like a uh, SAG or I'm ask you that too, anything yeah. else. Haven't had like really haven't had 
like a really big issue with it yet. Like Vanessa L. Williams, Mr. Yeah, Williams, right? But, yeah. but but what you see is what you get. It is it, it is Anthony Anderson. It's no middle initial. It's okay. no anything. And and we are a long way from roots. So <laughs> so we so so you will not be demanding me to change my okay, name Toby. to something else. Okay, Toby. Um, that won't happen. Yes, uh, Candace Mack, my girl who's back there uh, in Maryland. Candace, yeah, she's, Candace. She's on. You know, we love Candace. Man. I love Candace. She's, she's a like, huge supporter. I know she is, and she's like she's like one of my like my, she's like one of my siblings <laughs> out there on the East Coast. Um, now. The sh- did you ever th- did you ever watch soaps growing up? And which and which ones were the ones that you kind of gravitated towards? Oh, of course. The first soap, my, well, my introduction to soap came through General Hospital. Okay, and I okay. was a kid, homesick. Uh, Mom stay homesick. Was watching General Hospital, and this was the episode with uh, Diana Taylor was laid oh, yeah. or laying dead in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. She had just been shot, and crazy Heather Weber was dressed yes. in a nurse's outfit. Yes. She had just uh, allegedly shot her, <laughs> and I was so. Uh, even as a kid, I was so involved in in the story that yeah. the next day I felt better, but faked sick so I could see what happened uh-huh, next. Better, yes. And 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 that started me watching General Hospital, um, and and then The Young and the Restless, and then um, and then Another World, and then everything else. And then I fell, in, and then I stumbled across. Um, I, I stumbled across Martha Byrne, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, she's so, oh, she's so pretty." And then she had the love triangle with yes. Dusty and, oh, yeah, and uh, Holden, with Dusty and Holden. And yeah. I was just like, "Oh my God, yes. like where is this?" And the mother yes. was the, the the cousin was the mother. I, I was like, "Oh, what is this?" Yes, and um and and then it just bled over into nighttime soap. Um, yeah. and I just felt that I I like it was escapism, especially living in. Back then, living in D.C., oh yeah, um, oh yeah, it, like it was like a lot of drug violence yes. and stuff like that. So, yeah. so your parents really didn't let you outside. Yeah. Um, so you stayed inside, and by the time you came home from school, you would catch the last like thirty minutes mm-hmm. of General Hospital. Yes. So you wouldn't catch anything else unless you felt yeah. sick. Yeah, and that's yeah. I grew up in <clears throat> South Central Los Angeles back in the eighties, seventies, and eighties. So I know, I know all that stuff. You did stay inside a lot. And- <laughs> And we got for, so for us out of school, we would see General Hospital, and it was Edge of Night. Oh yeah, uh, and Santa Barbara. Those are the ones wow. that came on later. Cruise and Eden. Cruise and Eden. I, I met Ed, and I met a Martinez. He's really? one of the nicest, most soulful people you will ever meet. Wow. When he talks to you, he's talking to you inside. He's talking to your soul when he see, talks to you. See, see. Yes, he's he, he does hypnosis. Yes, I guess so. Because I was like, whatever you say, whatever you say, a you gotta say? watch him. Oh, Candace Mack says, um, I'm waiting for my walk-on role, too. Hey, come on, Candace. She's back there already, so she's already, she's already in the area. Come, come on, on Candace. Come on, Candace. Let me do that. Um, but, you know, because I, I, I know for you, okay, so we mentioned Young and Restless, of course. We, we lost someone really yeah. very important, like, to me, very important in the soap community, and we're on Black Hollywood Live, mm-hmm. Christoph St. John. Yes. Um, and I knew him, of course, and I've already talked about him on the show and stuff, but um, it's, it's rare to have strong black men mm-hmm. on regular soaps. Mm-hmm. So for your shows, you show you have a gamut of you know villains, strong men. Yeah. So how important that was that for you to showcase that on your show? Well, well, it was important because just like you said, it's very rare to see a strong African American uh, role model on television. And for many of us, Christoph was that. Mm-hmm. Um, like even seeing his 
seeing seeing him mature from a, a, a little kid actor yes. and, and growing and growing up. That yeah. the first time I ever saw him was on the episode of Wonder Woman when they were yes. like Roy, <laughs> when Roy Rogers was the guest uh, actors. He was he had these adopted kids and Kristoff uh, was one of them. Um, Aging yourself, yeah. See, yes. and, uh, <laughs> yeah, this and uh, I when I created. The, when I created the show, I wanted to keep in mind that I wanted, I, I wanted the men to, to be strong, strong men, whether they were portraying good characters or bad characters. I wanted the women to be strong and bold and 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 and, and embodied with confidence. Yeah. Um, and I think with Mia, starting out with Mia, she had this husband that treated her so bad. But I think what I did with her over the years, you start seeing her gain that confidence to where she is now. Yeah, right. And that's just real life. When you start right. having self-worth of yourself, you can then stand on your own and say, this is not right. How you're, how you're treating me is not right. And I just wanted to create characters that I really didn't see on television. And also... The characters that were on television, and I hate to say this, but say it's, it. but it's the truth. The, the characters were on te- that were on television were African Americans that were either illiterate right. um, or right. the product of a interracial relationship where the Caucasian husband slept with a black woman and then went off, and the black woman raised his kid by. Herself, and then the kid grew up and found out that I have a ca- Caucasian daddy. Then comes to town and ruins everything, and then it's like you're my daddy. Um, and I just knew that that's not that was not who we were as a people. And also, your show you also break that whole myth of well, there's only one or two white actors in the all black cast. Is that weird? Like how they feel? Like they don't care. It's it's, no. it's, it's, it's the universe is just it just it's just we're used to seeing that, right? That's all. right, and that was one of the main things that Martha had said when she first came on on the show. She said, "This is your parade. I'm I'm just a marcher in it." And 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 I think that when you have someone like that who doesn't want to come and take over and make it their and make it their thing, it just makes it makes you work. It makes everyone still work as a family. Yeah, it makes everyone because you see some shows where they have a guest star come on and they make the show about the guest star and you forget about the people that actually helped you in the trenches grind and build this show. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I will never ever do. Like I every last one of those actors that have stood next to me when we ate donuts for mm-hmm. lunch right. and orange drink from 7-Eleven <laughs> uh, for lunch 10 years ago are, are, are still there and, yeah. and are still working. And it's because of the environment that we provide right. to them. One of the people, one of the reasons why I'm on television is in the chat room. His name is Tony Moore. Bouncing oh. with Tony. He started um, the soap block here in, on Natural West TV. He's a black man mm-hmm. who's from, from, from South Carolina, I'm going to say correct, who hey, came here. And my mom's from South Carolina. So there you go. And he started a show called Dish and Days, which is a Days of Our Lives after show here. Really? It's still going strong. Four years going strong. Yeah. Okay. But again, black people are doing it for themselves. Don't, and the sad thing is we, the sad thing is we don't get the coverage that we deserve to get. 
And that's always been that that has probably been out of the 10 years that I've been doing the show. That's probably been one of my main gripes is that we don't get the support that our Caucasian counterparts get. Well, I was going to ask you, was it at first, though, the whole web series, digital series kind of bias at first? Well, and then it, and then, of course, the color thing is there, too. But I always wonder also, is there a, is there a bias towards that? Back, no, back no, in the day? no, I, no, I don't think so, because some of the shows that were labeled as web series that had Caucasian cast on it still got mm-hmm. that uh exposure in some of the magazines and and when we, and when we send an email to the editor saying hey look at what we're doing over here we we are like actually doing like something that like no one has like really seen yet even when we uh got nominated like we were the first african-american web series to be nominated for a daytime emmy and so um and, 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 and no one talked about wait, it. Wait a minute. And let me let me mention he he, Mr. Man over here, was the first African American to be nominated for a lead actor role in a digital drama, daytime drama series. Hello. 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 But of course, no one but of course, once again, it's not covered. Well and like we were saying off camera, James Reynolds won for best actor, first person to win in like forty years, yet there's been no lead female black actors winning mm-hmm. red legends. Daytime drive. You know I mean? It's 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 still like I think that I, I think they're still trying to catch up. It's not even only the date. It's right. not even only the daytime. It's the prime time. It's like it's 2019, and we're still talking, and we're still talking about the first. Right. Viola Davis is the first, and then Regina King, of course, and, right. is doing it's stuff. Like, yeah. We're still talking about the first. It's 2019, and and it's it's about time that we start getting. Invited to the party a little bit more often because Tony and I have talked about this all the time, and we're like, "Oh, hi, Demita Joe." Some people in here. We're we're kind of tired of this whole thing of well, they're black, they're other. Mm-hmm. So we're, so no one's going to read the you know magazines, or no one's going to you know click on the clicks. I'm like, there are. It's like it's it's. I mean, what is it? Why is our color and not just? I mean, not just a Latino or Indian or whatever. Like, if we're not. The main, the main color, so to speak. We don't get the kind of, you know. Well, it's true, and the sad thing is, I had a uh, Caucasian co- uh, Caucasian colleague who does another um, web show say to me that, "Hey, you know that if your show was had more had more more." Caucasian white, yeah. white people on it that your show would probably have like six or seven Emmys by now, and I think that that statement in itself just basically says where. Unfortunately, where we are, unfortunately, and it it shouldn't have to do it. It doesn't always have to do with the color of your skin, but in a lot of but in a lot of cases, un, un, unfortunately, we're made to feel that way. And it should be about the work that's on the screen. It should be about the work that is presented, not about the people who are doing it. And um, I'm hoping that uh, one day it doesn't. I'm hoping that one one day that doesn't be the situation where we're worried about the color of the actor or the actress. We're worried about the product and the story that we're telling. And I feel like at Anacostia, we tell great story. You do. And and not this whole this this urban thing. I'm tired of that mm-hmm. kind of like oh they're brown, so it must be an urban thing. They dismiss right. it. Right. We are a digital series, just like everybody no. else's no. series. We are a digital series. Thank we you. are not an urban digital <laughs> series. I don't even know what that is. Right. Whatever that means. We know what urban, but, you know what urban means. Yeah. We know what urban means, but that's Maybe. not. But that's yes. not. But that's not my show. Yeah. And, and we had to fight that stigma for, for at least the first three years because every time someone did write up, they would say this urban series right. or. This urban, right. or this urban show isn't like it's not an urban show. Right. It is a drama. It's an online drama. 
drama series. Now, Tony says, allegedly, that's the reason why Logos Noah's Ark was canceled. The network wanted them to add more Caucasian characters, and Patrick Ian Pogue wasn't having it. I I don't doubt it. I don't doubt either. I... When when you have a network that has a show like that, that was actually, it's not like the show was losing viewership. No, no it wasn't at all. It's not no, like the show was no, losing viewership. No. The show had, uh, the show had a following. It did. The show had a great following, and then all of a sudden they just sold the light. They did a movie later or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and but now they put all the episodes on YouTube for people to see and (laughs) for them to make revenue because God knows we can make people money. (laughs) Yes, black folks can make people money. (laughs) We can make your money. You just don't want to put us in your magazine, right? This is is so weird to me. It's so weird to me. Like we put a black person on the cover because then it becomes a black magazine or something. Like what is? I mean, what is that? White folks get repelled from taking. I mean, that doesn't doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, hopefully we we have to be. We have to be hired. We have to be put in those positions. Yeah. And if we are not put in those positions, we have to go and start creating things ourselves, like Black Hollywood Live. Yes. Hello. And like and Tony says, the important thing is, unfortunately, many of us don't see dollars in blacks. Black characters. And it's just kind of crazy, because to me, again, I don't think it's the audience. I think no. it's the network people. It's not the audience. The audience will see what they, if it's something good, they'll watch it. No, but also what I found out that what people neglect to talk about is that non-African Americans are some of the biggest fans of right. African American shows. Right. Because they, they because they love the storytelling. They love the characters. They love the arcs. And that's not talked about. No. That's not I mean, that's not talked about. And it's unfortunate. Let's talk about the Emmys, shall we? <laughs> because you know, cause actually, I mean, Martha won an Emmy, of course, for yes. the show. Yes. And Elizabeth Hubbard was nominated for an Emmy mm-hmm. for the show. <laughs> and you were too. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I mean, so that's so it's nice. You got some, over the years, there mm-hmm. was some recognition, of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then last year, everybody get your tea ready, get your tea. Don't spill it. Don't burn your lips. <laughs> Because um, I want to talk to because because I'm you know, again I make my disclaimer is I'm kind of know everybody involved mm-hmm. and so I'm just so pressed I'm just asking questions mm-hmm. that's all I'm doing, um, but there was a conference like because it wasn't clear in the rules mm-hmm. last year and so basically there was a discrepancy over an Emmy win, mm-hmm. but it went back to an Emmy the Emmy nomination process and what the rules were it was very kind of murky. Yes. Can you kind of explain what the what the murky part was for people? Well, basically, the category was the um, guest digital performer, right. and uh, basically, the rule said well, there were two rules that I guess everyone overlooked was that one your 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 person could only have been in. If they had been in the previous season, they could not be eligible for that particular okay. year. So that was one. The second one was that they were only allowed to submit one, one, one episode, like one, like one episode, like they. That's all they were supposed to be able to um, submit. However, when reading the rules, all of the other acting categories were listed prior to that, and they all said the same thing. You could have up to twenty minutes. It could be okay, up yeah. to four, like mm-hmm. like it could be up to four episodes. And um, so, reading it, reading actor, actors, yes. supporting actors, right. supporting actors, you automatically start thinking that all of the acting categories the are the same. And so we submitted Jennifer Bassey. Um, she had two scenes. Uh, the second scene, she only said like 11 words. So there was this whole um, 
Mishigash. But, but, but say, but you, so let's go, let's go step by step. So you submitted her. Mm-hmm. She gets nominated. She gets nominated. She and, gets nominated. Yes. She goes to the ceremony. Right. And, and the Emmy goes to Patrika Darvo. Who is a friend of mine also. Yeah, and, I love her. And we love Patrika. Patrika's like, she's a hoot and right. holler too. Right. She goes, it goes to Patrika Darbo. And then right after that, there is some memoring from another creator that um, had discovered the rule that Patrika had been on her show in a previous season. season, And I guess sort of contacted the Academy. The Academy looked into it and determined that they were going to... Revoke her Emmy. Revoke her Emmy. And so when they revoked her Emmy, it went to the second person, which was Jennifer Jennifer Massey Massey of Anacostia. So we got a phone call basically saying that, hey, this is what's happening, and Jennifer Massey is the winner... I will never forget it. It was a Friday before the Memorial Day Monday. Yes. And uh, they said, look, don't say anything because we're going to wait until Tuesday to put out a press release. But you can call Jennifer and let her know. So I called Jennifer and let her know. Of course, she was happy because she's yes. overdue. Yes. She was overdue. Yes. Um, happy. Um, and then. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, then. And then. And then about three hours later. Yes. Um, I get a phone call from uh, another creator who sort of was the spearhead of this um, that said, hey, I heard that they took the Emmy from Patrick and they they were going to give it to Jennifer Bassey, but I want you to know that I called the Academy and turned her in that she had an extra episode when she's that she was supposed to supposedly only have one. Are you mad at me? <laughs> and <clears throat> so um, I just couldn't talk at that moment. I was just like, I, I got to call right. you back. Right. And so um, I called the Academy myself and said, hey, what's going on? And they said, well, hey, this has been reported and we're looking into it and it looks like we might not be able to give her the Emmy either. So so I live by integrity. And I wasn't going to go through that weekend knowing that this was going on and not let this woman know. Right, right. So I called her immediately and um, I wish I didn't because the way she... The way she broke down over me telling her this, um, I felt so I I felt so low, and I didn't know I wasn't equipped with what do you say to someone who was on the phone, completely in like breaking down right. in, in in tears, right, right, and I, it and it was just like it heartbreaking, was, heartbreaking. It was like yeah. I actually cried i actually went home and cried myself my whole weekend was was constantly on the phone with the members of the with with the academy reps and just basically saying like look what can we do how can we resolve this and they eventually settled on that they were not going to give the emmy to jennifer they weren't going to give it to anybody anyone so those three didn't get it either those three right. were, i'm thinking the next person line after that then it should have you know right so uh, so i mean that whole situation it caused a lot of Animosity between everybody. Yeah, well, I know. Everybody. Oh, I know. It, it caused it caused animosity between everybody. Like people just started. Yes. People just taking started. Sides, people started attacking, taking sides. People yeah. started pointing. Like people started pointing fingers. Now I want. No, I do want to say. Mm-hmm. I want to say it very loud that um, Patrika and Jennifer were very classy in their responses. Mm-hmm. Patrika was very classy in her response in person. I talked to them both separately, privately. Um, but I saw online they were very classy with their responses. They held their heads up high. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to make sure that's known. They weren't like they weren't throwing tantrums in public and like right. I mean, they didn't do that at all. Me personally, I wish it would have 
I wish cooler heads could have prevailed and everyone could have just. I felt like there were too many. I felt like the, there were too many hands in the pot. Well, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. I always say it was like too. Yeah. It's too many cooks in the kitchen, and just when you're starting to um, make progress and maybe come to a respectable resolve in it, here comes someone else that's throwing other things into it, which at that point was none of their business. Like, stay in your lane, right. mind your business. You you have let a bomb go off over here on my show and let and left me to clean it up. And I think I also want to clear up this uh, misconception that that this only happened to Anacostia and the Bay. That is not right. what happened. That is right. not the truth. Other shows misread the rule yeah. as well because of the time frame that they submitted. Their programs got caught. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not got caught, but right. Right. but 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 they were able to. Right have a correction done. Right. By the time we submitted, they the Emmy uh, board had got a barrage of submissions, so it slipped so it slipped through the cracks. Wasn't no one trying mm-hmm. wasn't no one trying to cheat. That's right. the one thing. I am a person of I am a person of integrity. Uh we don't need to cheat. No. Cuz we okay. have great storyline. Okay. Um we work. So we don't need to cheat. We don't need to uh try to skirt our way into a win or or anything else. And so um, it was a very, like, it was a very dark time. And I have to say that looking back on it, it's unfortunate because I, I, I lost friendships, um, because of that, because I am, because I'm the type of friend like this. If you and I are having, if you and I are having an issue and you come to me and you say, Hey, Anthony, I feel like this. Um, if, if you and I are working on a job together and, and I and, and I did something on the job that could potentially get me fired. And the bosses come in and get me and say, hey, we have to let you go. Then you come around and say, hey, by the way, I want to let you know that I was the one who said that. How do you think I'm going to look at you? Mm-hmm. You could have came to me as a friend and we could have discussed this as a friend to see mm-hmm. how can we work this out and how can we bring it together? Don't just let a bomb go off in my backyard and then you walk away from it with your hands held back because then that just tells me that the friendship that I had with you wasn't one that was built on reciprocity. It's funny you say it because I recently was left out of some thank yous of a show, uh, but that that person actually contacted me. Mm -hmm. And it was was an editing mistake. And it just kind of happened because like everybody was listening. My name was listed anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was interesting, but he but he did. He called. He talked to me. He's like mm-hmm. he sent me a, he sent me a private message. We we talked it through. And you're right. I felt more integ. I felt more like I can trust this guy that what he's right. saying is true. Mm-hmm. And we talked it. We talked it out. Anything can be worked out with communication. Yeah. I, I think if I think if you have communication, what I what I find very interesting is that. Black Hollywood Live. Black, just black Hollywood Live. Black black. What I what I find very interesting is that when you have um and and, and I don't want to turn this to a black white thing, but I have to use the examples yeah, that I know. Yeah, no, yeah. That when you are talking to your Caucasian colleagues, they feel as though it's okay for them to talk to you and vent about things that they feel are not right, things that they feel that were done to them, things that they feel like they were uh, mistreated um, and 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 stuff like that. But then when it's reversed and you start saying how you feel about 
I was mistreated like this. It then turns into why am I complaining? Or you should have handled it this way. I'm a grown, like I'm a grown man. You cannot tell me how I should handle how I was mistreated. Right. And I found that to be, and I found that to be very, and, and I found that to be very interesting. But something my mom always told me is always watch how a person treats other people because one day you're going to be that other person. Yeah. And I saw a lot of. I saw a lot of that last year with a lot of the finger pointing and a lot of the, well, um, just just the whole people get on. Every, every Everyone's a gangster when it comes to Facebook and oh, Twitter. Twitter. Oh, yeah, everyone's yes. a gangster when it comes yes. to Facebook and Twitter until yes. you have to be confronted with yes, your person right. face to face. Right. And so it, it turned it turned me off to like a lot of like it turned me off to like a lot of things. And I think. uh has there been a backlash because I have always been one to speak my mind? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's been a backlash. Um, but, but you know, here's the thing. If I am not going to allow anyone to walk behind me mm-hmm. and be mistreated because I saw something mm-hmm. being done to me and I did not say right. anything about right. it. So I'm all so I'm always going to speak up for me. Now you don't have to like it, right? You don't have to like it. If you aren't the one that's doing it, we don't have a problem. Yeah, right, not at all, right, not at all. You don't mm. have to like it, but you cannot tell me how I should handle a situation that happened to me mm-hmm. because it happened to right. me. Yeah, I think I think all of this is a greater lesson, just in terms of. How political the systems are still, even on in digital world and TV, everything. Just how it's political, it's racial. I'm sorry, it's racial in some ways. Yeah, it's it's also coastal. I mean, I'm sure there's that East Coast versus you know you're not in Hollywood. Um, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's something in there, but also there's also that image of if you're like in the East Coast, you're more theatrical, more mm-hmm. you know, more 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 serious. The West Coast is a little looser, and we're like all like oh my god, like totally, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot that goes on, and so this is a great lesson of that. Of just yes, all it that. is. Yeah. But 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 also the bigger picture is like I, I think you got someone like Joseph who um, does his show, and when they reach out to me because I I mean because I have been doing this for ten years, yeah, no, you're, 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 and so when they reach out to me and and they voice their frustration about how they feel like they were overlooked or how they feel like they were mistreated or they have reached out to a certain publication that. Uh, didn't reach back to them, but then they saw another show be mm-hmm. featured in that magazine mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I have to tell, and I have to tell them all. I have to tell them all the time. That's not your goal, right? That's not your goal. Your goal is to is to create a great yes. show. Yes. Because when you create a great show, the real press that want to cover you will come and cover you. For every magazine that has. Ignored us. Yes. There have been three to send an email saying, hey, we found out about your show and we want to write about your show. For every award that we have been overlooked for, we won three three awards right behind that. So, Subo Digest, Subo Digest, <laughs> calling Subo Digest, paging Subo Digest. So it's like you have to, you, you have to, at the end of the day, maintain your integrity and you have to put that work into your show because eventually the right people, the right people will see your show and they will recognize the talent that's in your show. 
Yes, and that leads into you start. You're starting your own uh, awards series show. Yes, so yes. let's talk about that a little bit. What's I mean? This is the planning stages. So let's talk yes, about it's that. in the planning stages. It's called the Capital City Web Awards. It's going to be uh, taking place in Washington D.C. on August the 17th uh, of this year. It's going to be celebrating the the best and brightest um, um, online content from uh, creators of color. And when I say creative, creators of color, it's not just black yeah, people. Right, right. It's like creators, it's, it's creators of color. It's not anti-white. It's not anti-anything other than people of color. It's, it is um, the best way to describe it is that a lot of these shows and a lot of these creators work so hard. And I've seen their shows. Like this year, this year in particular, there was like 27 shows wow. submitted for wow. like the daytime Emmys. Yes. The majority of those shows were African American shows, and and yeah, and right, right, and, and, and and the situation and. is and and the situation is n- not every show was represented, and I feel as though we harking back to what we talked about the daytime Emmys. There still has not been an African. There still not have been an African American woman of color um, to win lead actress yet, and we're going on forty six years. Yep. Um, Jack A. Hurry is still the only African American uh, woman to have won the Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Supporting Actress mm-hmm. in a Comedy. Isabel Sanford is the only African American yep. woman who has won leads, and mm-hmm. the Jefferson was on in the seventies. So mm-hmm. now, so it's it's time that we start creating shows and creating opportunities for not only each other, but for the people that are coming up behind us. Right. Because when I first started this show, there weren't that many people that looked like me that were doing shows. Right. So I had to do a lot by trial and error. Yeah. And not yeah. giving up. Yeah. I can talk to you forever. Obviously, we can't do that. That's the show <laughs> has to end. I mean, I, we have to just have to come back again at another time just to talk about more. But, I mean, you're just, I mean, you're doing amazing work. So I found you. And I was like, Thank I, you. I saw, I'm, I'm pressed. I saw you. I was like, that's, I'm going to find you. you. Now, I asked my, ask my guests the same two questions at the mm-hmm. very end. Um, it's called two words. Uh-oh. So, here's the first one. Whatever comes to mind for you, be a word or a phrase. Okay. What word or phrase should we not say anymore in English language? Can I say it? Or you could you could bleep and say I mean how you you could say what what do you want to say? Uh well my Oh that. My Yes. Yeah. Okay, you don't want to say that anymore. Yeah, you got that. Yeah. And what words should we say more of? Love. I like that. It's very underrated. I like love. That. I like love. Yeah. I like love. Well, thanks for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me. And my birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday. My birthday is tomorrow. So I'm Happy here birthday. For the Hollywood, the Hollywood Festival. Yes, Festival, yes. Hollywood Festival on Wednesday. Yes. Come out and check us out at 1 o'clock. Yes. Now, tell also where you can find you in Anacostia. Uh, you're on Amazon also. Yeah, so you can, you can find, find Anacostia on Amazon. Seasons 4 and 5 are on, <laughs> are on Amazon. The rest of the seasons, 1 through 3, will be going, joining them uh, later on. But but for seasons 1 and 3, you can find them on YouTube for uh Four, five, and six. You can find them on uh, Amazon. Amazon. And and once again, to all the fans, thank you guys for always supporting us. And to those content creators of color, keep creating, keep creating, keep creating. Your time is coming. Our time is coming. Our time is coming. But don't give up. Don't give up. And I want to thank you guys for watching the show. Go ahead and you know, share this with anybody who needs to hear this. some great advice. Yeah. If you hear this, share it with everybody out there. Black Hollywood Lives Breaking Into. I'm James Live Jr. And I want to thank you all so much for watching us. We'll see you next time. On behalf of our BHI.
NHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined.